Blog Talk Radio. Uh, this is Jonathan with the Be Ready for the Moment podcast, powered by the Talk to Shaylin Radio Network, powered through the EAE, syndicated on the EAE radio platform. Tonight we're, we are interviewing the first original blind hip-hop entertainer, CEO Blind Thug. He is the founder of Night Vision Entertainment, and his alias is Frankie Visions. Um, having a little bit of a difficulty technical-wise bringing him on the line, but if you can just bear with me, we'll be starting in just a moment, okay? Please bear with me. Blind Thug, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. What up, Jonathan? How you doing, man? How you doing? Yeah, we had a little bit of a um of a difficulty bringing you on the line, man, but I'm glad you're on the line, man. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. Blind Thug, hold on one second for me, please. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, Blind we're glad to have you on the podcast, man. We're excited. Um, and once again, welcome to the Be Ready for the Moment podcast. Tonight, people, we're interviewing the first original uh, blind hip-hop entertainer, CEO, Blind Thug. He is the founder of Night Vision Entertainment. His alias is Frankie Visions. Um, yes. This guy's story is amazing, um, and he's going to get all into it in just a second. Frankie Visions, welcome to the podcast, my good friend. How you doing? How you doing, Jonathan? How you doing? How the world doing out time. there, man? Everybody's doing real good, man. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, I appreciate you. I appreciate you having me. So, 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 Frankie, let's jump right into it. Okay. You, in the beginning, you are the first original blind hip-hop entertainer. How did all that stuff take place? Well, um, well, you know, I, I used to, uh, I used to, I used to have vision. Um, I had an eye disease. I was born with it twelve years, uh, twelve years old. Um, I had had a collision with one of my friends at twelve years old. We were uh, tumbling. We were we were flipping and everything tumblers. And um, my right eye, when I flipped over, my right eye collided with his forehead, and it detached. The retina in my eye, which I had a retina disease, was which called was retinitis pigmentosa. So uh, when I went to uh, to the doc and everything about it, you know, I had a little surgery on it, um, but the eye never healed back. That was my right eye. So you know, as a kid, you know, I, it, it bothered me, but I continued to just move on and just do what I do what I do as a kid. So around 15, I think I was a sophomore in high school. My left eye. Um, my left eye, I was standing up in the class at John Marshall High School, and my left eye clinked out. And I remember, you know, the doctor telling me from when the first eye went out that the left one would give me problems as well. So from from 15 years old, uh, I pretty much had went to the doctor, had surgery again. The doctor told me, you know, I would never see again, so I broke down, you know, right in the doctor's office. And I, and I went home. Sorry about that. I get a little emotional sometimes, but... I went home, um, and I wouldn't go to school anymore. You know, I sat in sat in my room for, like, two years. You know, um, I kind of, like, imprisoned myself in my own room. 
I would I would never come out. I wouldn't go outside and see my you know and play with my friends. I used to have to walk to the window at nighttime and talk to all my buddies because they used to wonder why I wouldn't come out anymore. And it was all because I couldn't see anymore. So as I sat in the room, you know, hip hop was always one of my things. You know, just listening and watching my three older brothers that also had a visual impairment, but you know they wasn't going through what I went through. So I, I just sat in the room, you know, listening to my rap music artists like Too Short, you know, Ice T, Easy, you know. And um, one day that um, one day I woke up. This was like after two years of imprisoning myself in my room because I didn't go back to high school. I told my mom I wasn't going back because I was wrapped up in too much, you know, street street stuff, banging and stuff. So I told her I wasn't going back to school. So she told me if I could get, if she could get me in a better school when I go back to school. And I said, I don't know. I don't want to go back blind. So two years came. Like one day I woke up and I actually, the left eye, the, the sight came back. And, and I looked out the window and I actually seen a car coming down the street. I got scared because, hadn't been seeing in so long, you know, and it was kind of scary to see again. So I kind of, like, kept it to myself, and I didn't really want to tell nobody that my sight came back because, you know, I, I figured it had been gone for so long that it might, you know, leave again. So what I did was, you know, um, I told my mom. I never did even tell my mom I, I, my sight came back. What I did was just wash and shave, and I started coming out of my room, and I told my mom I was ready to go back to school. So she was like, oh, you ready? I was like, yeah. You know, but I still had never told her that the sight in my left eye came back. So I just used to wear shades and everything. So she transferred me to Vaughn Curie Performing Arts. That was a school where they had a visual impaired program, and I had a few more friends there. So from there, um, you know, I went to school. You know, I was always a nice dresser. You know, my mom always took care of me. And, um it kind of like blew my cover in school because one day when I was walking down the hallway with my cane and everything, one of the guys tried to trip me and try to be funny in front of the girls. So I kind of, you know, handled my business on them. And then everybody was like, oh, man, you can see, man, because you keep that guy's butt. You know what I'm saying? So from there right. on, it was like, it was like, you know, everybody in the school was like, man, this dude, like, he was he was amazing on top of the, the situation with the music because I was, always had a couple blind homies you know what I'm saying, that, that you know, we used to sit in the lunchroom and just, you know, beat around on the tables and, and stuff like that. So, you know, after, um, it was about 17, man, I used to have this one homie that was that was blind. He just died on me like April 11th. His name was Ricky. And I was still seeing then, but he was a blind rapper, and he motivated me because he used to always battle guys and he couldn't see, and they he always get beat. And I used to always say, you know, with Red Night of the Tulsa, one day I knew even if I hadn't lost my sight, I was going to go blind one day. So I had always told myself when I do go blind, I was going to be the best blind rapper in the world. I wasn't going to be defeated by nobody. You know, that's the way I felt in my heart. You know, so, you know, getting on through school around like 19, the street life, I was, you know, that one eye came back. So I stepped back off into the street, banging, hustling doing what I do. Then my son came along when I was about 19 years old. I dropped out. Um, I dropped out from there. I tried to do what I could for him. Chicago was getting kind of rough for me, you know, so I had left and moved to Madison, Wisconsin for a couple of years. So it was there where I really just perfected my technique and doing what I was doing. And um, it was one day I had a, I had a little street ball. It was about, I was about 25 at that time. 
uh, and I had got into a little collision with a person, and the guy jumped in the middle of the fight to break me and this guy up, and the guy swung around me, and it hit that eye that came back. And so eventually, you know, that retina tore loose again, and that was pretty much it for me. So as I'm laying in the hospital bed, my, my guy Justin, he calls me. Um, he's like, man, I'm going to come pick you up from the hospital. And I'm like, yeah, all right, cool. So when he comes pick me up, he's like, man, you want to go home? And I'm like, no, nah, I don't want to go home. Take me to the studio. Because, um, you know, he had a he had a personal Sorry about that. He had a personal studio. So he took me to the studio, and, um, you know, I just stayed consistent on back on it, on what I was doing, because, like, a couple months before I was even got into a fight with this guy and lost my sight, I was rhyming one day, and I had called myself Blind Thug in the rhyme, and a month later I was totally blind for real for the rest of my life. So I told myself, man, I got to make something positive out of this, you know, so the name Brian Thug, I know a lot of people would hear it and get a negative outlook on it. So I was, you know, I put a meaning behind it, which, which means, you know, Brian Thug means blind leader, intelligent knowledge to heaven under God. My phone line keeps beeping. I don't know. I keep, I told these, dumb, these, these, these couple of people, man, so they be calling me because they always go be on the air. But Brian Thug means blind leader, intelligent knowledge, determined to heaven under God. So when I came up out the okay. hospital, I hit straight to the studio, and I haven't looked back since. So, so you just told us a very interesting story regarding your life and the things that transpire. Now, when you now, for the record, you are still blind in one eye, correct? I'm totally, I'm totally blind. I got like maybe five percent. A light in one of my eyes. Basically, you know the old saying, blind in one eye can't see out the other. So I'm, that's where I'm at, you know, pretty much, yeah. So I can't see people or nothing like that. I just can still tell it's daylight. I can tell when it gets night. So, and I still travel all by myself. You know, I still handle a lot of business. Like right now, on I'm on a bus now traveling up to uh, Madison, Wisconsin. I just left Chicago, so... You know, I, I just, you know, I don't make no excuse for it, man. I just get out here, and I get out here and handle it, man. You know, just I just get out here and handle it, you know. No doubt. Now, let me ask you a question. How would you describe your sound? My sound, my sound is, my sound is like no other, man. I have a very, very unique voice, man. I don't, I don't think no artist sounds like me. I think I can pretty much mimic any artist I've been in, I've been rapping you know I would say I'm like the underboss of the underground hip-hop man I've been doing this like 20 years I've been the first time in the studio was 1995 you know so I've been I'm like Chicago's underdog man a lot of people don't you know back me like they're supposed to you know they see the art they see the talent there but a lot of people and you know the game is about money it ain't about talent no more so that's why I'm still struggling to be in the position that I need to be in. Because if it was if it was about this true true talent, I would have been where I needed to be at. So, so I'm gonna keep pushing though. So. so how have people responded to your music? How have people responded to your music? People are people are really impressed, man. I get emails of people telling me that I'm incredible, um, that um they they 
I, I motivate them. I have other rappers that have called me and told me that I've motivated them just to see me doing what I do. It, it's motivated them, and you know, you know. So people, I, I haven't, you know, really got too too much of a bad buzz or negative input. People really like what I do, you know, for as the fans and everything. Everything is just financial with me, but for as the people and you know, like uh, Keegan and everything, you know, I, I get nothing but pretty much 90% good views on what I do, so. Do you feel like you're, I mean, what is the message behind your music? Like, what's your message? The message The message behind my music is is that I'm coming at every Saudi rapper in the industry. That's what I do. Like, any rapper want it. If he wanted to have to give it to him, I, I I feel like none of those guys are better than me. I feel like I, I feel like if I was if they was in my position, they couldn't do what I do. You know, my sound is like I said, my sound is very unique, man. I I bring a lot to the table. You know, I I have, you know, all kind of music. You know, from any level that you pretty much can touch on, and all my music is true. I try not to fantasize rap. You know, I've, my life has been is a big story. You know, so I try not to fantasize rap. You know, I, I do what I do. You know, if I make a dance song, that it's, it's something that it's something real. It's a real dance song. You know, if I make a song about my life, it's a real life song. If I make a song about the streets, it's a real street song. Ain't nothing really flaw about me. You know, nothing. Yeah. Now, being being that your story is so unique, being that you know you're the first original blind rapper. I mean, there, there's a lot of intrigue. There's a lot of people want to know, like mentally, like how do you prepare yourself every day to just be in this rap game to to move forward? Because being blinded by yourself is tough. Just by yourself to be the best you can be. You're kind of breaking up a little bit, Don. I'm sorry about that. I was saying, tell me how do you prepare yourself every day, being the first original blind rapper? How do you prepare yourself mentally every day to to keep going on with your career and life in general? Like, what is, I mean, what things motivate you the most? Well, what motivates me really um, is just, you know, prayer, man. I just, you know, I pray to myself a lot. You know, I have... My kids, you know, they, uh, my five, my seven-year-old, and they, you know, they, they love their dad music, and they always dancing and, and rapping my music. And, you know, my kids is what keep me strong, you know, because I have um, two two kids that are, like, almost pretty much legally blind, you know. And, you know, my kids, they, they just keep me strong, man. That's that's mainly what does it besides my prayer. And, you know, I, I'm just... I try not to make no excuses, man, because I know it's people that's in a worse position than me, you know. So I just feel like I'm blessed to just do what I do, you know. You know, my prayers is the most that motivates me, my children, you know, at the most. And just just having a good self-esteem, man. I, I'm the type of person I don't let nobody beat my self-esteem down. I just, you know, I, I be me, you know. So, you know, it's hard, you know. I probably have a little break now probably every four or five years about it but for the most part I just pray and my kids you know they they got my back and they just tell me dad you're the best you know so that's what that's what pretty much motivates me so just you know my prayer and my kids 
Well, definitely. Well, you know, that's, you know, children are a motivation in themselves. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. You know, they, you know, children are a motivation in themselves, you know, um, and they they really make you believe more in you because you see how great life can be. You know what I'm saying? That's the great thing about, um, you know, that's the great thing about the whole situation. So, you know, it's a good, it's a great thing that you have, it's a great thing that you use them as motivation um, that shows how much of a family person you are and everything like that. I want to talk about some of your music. Um, When you are in the booth, and you're writing music, like, what goes through your mind when you're writing? Like, what inspiration do you draw from? Uh, you said when I'm in the booth and I'm writing music, where do I get my inspiration from? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Some people write from, you know, like, the different experiences. Like, like, like what's some of the things that you write about? Well, you know what? To be honest with you, um, like, it's, sometimes to me, with me, it's all in the beat because I feel like my voice is battling the beat. You know what I'm saying? Like, I haven't heard no rapper ever speak that. You know, it's it's like I'm battling the beat. When you hear the beat, the beat is telling you what it's saying. So it's up to you to put your mind to it and either battle the beat or, or just sing what the beat is telling you. I write a lot of songs in my head. I can, I can hear a beat and just sit and just go, and just walk with the beat, and just think about it a couple of times, go over the verses a couple of times, and I'll get in there and, um, you know, do what I got to do. My producer, shout out to my producer, man, Jameson Downing. He's from Madison, Wisconsin, House of West Records. He's always told me that I'm the only rapper, the only artist, period, that ever comes. When I come to his studio, I am the only artist that actually, when he hits that button, when I, when I, you know, when I start spitting, he doesn't even have to go over, like, takes with me. You know, I can go right in, and then when the song is locked in my head, he don't even have to go, you know, two takes, three takes. He don't even have to do that. Most of the time, I'm I'm just knocking the whole song straight out of my voice and levels are on point and everything. It's like once I'm in there and and I'm doing what I'm doing, it's just pretty much me that's both motivating me then once I'm in there because I know once I hear a hot beat, you know, all beats are not hot. Some people think all all the beats are hot. Once you hear a hot, I know a hot beat when I hear one. So when I hear it, it automatically like my it just clicks in like my and I just get to going. Like like for instance, if I hear a beat, if somebody plays a beat for me, and I don't say nothing to it the first four or five seconds, it's not hot to me. You know. So it, then if they cut it on and I come right in rapping, then that's a hot beat. You know, that's just from my perspective, man. But when I'm in that studio. You know, I just, you know, I got a good producer, man, he, he, you know, and he just, he helps motivate me, man. But when I'm in there, I'm just motivated off top because I know it's time to take care of business, so. Now, I want to talk about your music right now. Right now, what is the lead single that you're, you know, pushing right now? Uh, Show Me. Show Me is my lead, it's my lead single. Show Me is... Is um that's the song I decided to put out for my lead single because it's like okay when you when you see a guy like me and I and it's and I rap or I tell people I rap the first thing that they're gonna say is show me okay well show me something let me hear something you know are you blind you rap okay show me something so show me is basically one of them songs where 
I'm basically like like bragging, like, you know, I'm bragging like, okay, I'm a blind guy, and I hopped out with the pretty girl, and I'm in the limo, and you know what I'm saying? And, and it's this and it's that, you know? And, and you know, it's, I really love that song, man. I, I really, I really love. Shout out to uh, Tom Davis, man, for Duke that song, man. But you know, I'm just really coming from a, a blind celebrity point of view. Not no Stevie Wonder, Ray Charles. I don't want to follow none of them guys' trend. I'm a trendsetter. I'm trying to set my own trend for me being who I am. You know, Blind Fury is not the first blind rapper. It's me. I've always been here. He's just, he just had a little advantage and better, better management than me. That's why he was up a little bit. But he's definitely not the first. I was already here and I ain't going nowhere, you know. Absolutely, man, definitely. Now, I want now. So, what we're gonna do right now is play your track. Show me uh, for the audience. All right. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm gonna do it. Now, this is "Show Me" by by Blind Star, aka Frankie Vision, man. Honored to have you in the podcast. Hold on one sec. We're gonna cue it up right now. Let's do it. Next stop is University Downtown, right? You hear that baseline, I see your waistline. Hey, show you when you're shaking, I know that we can later engage. I'm gonna take mine, let's question, oh baby, what is it? Paparazzi popping so hard, you see the flashes. Coke bottle models on bitches, it's everlasting. You know the thugs up in the club getting lap dancing. All the girlies moving around, shaking their asses. You know I'm rolling off that pill, I want that ass quick. I don't fuck with straight Molly, that shit is drastic. Shorty wanna drive the band straight in Money, fuck my chick and fly to Paris. Make a porno I can't see, but I can hear it. Shorty know she ride good D, like a stallion. Ask me about that sweet pony, I say I'm million, I'm million, I'm million. Show me how you get it on the dance floor. Sexy coat, bottle your friend. Yeah. You One time, James. I don't think they heard me, man. Let them know. Check it. Blind thug hopped out valet with a bad chick. Paparazzi popping so hard, you hear the flashes. Coke bottle models on women, it's everlasting. You know the thugs up in the club getting lap dancing. 
all the girlies moving around, shaking their asses. You know I'm rolling off that pill. I want that ass quick. I don't fuck with straight Molly. That shit is drastic. Shorty want to drive the being straight endurance. Get money, fuck my chick, and fly to Paris. Make a porno I can't see, but I can have it. Shorty know she rag good D, like a stallion. Ask me about that sweet pussy, I say a million, a million, a million. Show me how you get it on the dance floor. Sexy coat, bottle your frame. You move me the lady, I'm gonna take her. Chatter is irrelevant Spend it all on her man That girl man she haven't sent Pussy so elegant I don't know why I'm telling this Floating on the raft through the ocean While I'm hitting this You know the ladies feeling this Blind thug killing this Imagine me all up in the gut With this thug dick Flashing then you reminisce Reality is real trip This one goes out to the women That I used to hit Chatter always make it better Nobody can get it wetter Hit it like a ready teller D.O.C. nobody better Flashing then you reminisce Reality is real trick This one goes out to the bitches That I used to hit Thug, man. Just in here, man. Just letting y'all know who the best, baby. MVE. We on top of it. Yeah. Blind Thug, you there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm in the building. All right, man. Definitely, 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 man. Great song, man. What you thought about that? Man, I love it, man. Love it, man. That's the real. That's the, that's the real coming from from a blind guy, a blind guy's aspect, man. Other other uh the, the celebrity life, but you know what I'm saying. You know, it is what it is, man. They wanted me to show them, so I'm gonna show them. You know, definitely ain't no stopping though, man. I'm one of the best that ever did this, man. The diamond in the rough, and you discovered them, Jonathan. So you know, big up to you. You know. Yeah, well, you know, we've been playing your music every day. We definitely, you know, got you in heavy rotation. On um, you're playing on Power ninety eight one, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, you're playing at Chicago station. Now, how has your experience been with EAE Radio this far? Man, it's been great, man. Great, everybody. You know, a lot of the DJs ever since um, I got up with you, man. It's a lot of the DJs been. You know, get, trying to hit me up, trying to work with me, man. So, uh, you know, I, I appreciate it. I appreciate, man, everything you guys doing over there. You guys do great work, man. I, Renegade Revolt, man. I love it, man. Y'all do what y'all do, man. You know. Appreciate that, definitely. Now, what is, you know, obviously, you know, with our brand and with our company is all about going to the next level. What is next for you? From the perspective of okay, we got the song. I mean, 
everything from like what's the next step EP, different singles, and you're talking about that. Uh, okay. Well, okay, well, okay, I know you said what's next. Okay, the latest mixtape of mine is called Grind the Dad, man. They can find that on uh, 24kmixtapes.com or they can find it on dativ.com, Grinder Dad uh, Mixtape Volume 1. Uh, what's coming up next, man? I have a new mixtape uh, called So Much Flavor. Um, I'm dropping it um, probably mid-October. I had to push it back a little bit because the, the, the last mixtape was still getting so much buzz. So, but uh, that's coming up. I got my guy Darren McLaren. Uh, he's going to be featured on there, uh, an artist. Miss um, Thugger, that's, that's my artist. She's a white girl that raps. She's, she's going to be featured on there. My other blind partner that does R&B, Blind Boy B-Ray, he's going to be featured on there. So um, that's the new mixtape that I got. I'm also working on my book, The Blind Thug, you know, working on that. You know, I do a little little low-budget acting that I used to do. Um, it was this little sitcom called Bogus School of Arts. You know, I did this little little low-budget sitcom. But the book um, is what I'm working on and my new my new mixtape that I'm, I'm pushing, man. Um, you know, I just had sat down with a, a couple guys from Universal, so we are trying to get some distribution pushing out here for me. So that's what's next, man, the new mixtape, So Much Flavor. And can I say this real quick, too, Jonathan? Man, they're uh, voting for me, man. I need any fans out there, man, that love what Blind Thug do to go to whowantstomakeit.com and, and slash vote and vote for Blind Thug, man. My, uh, another track of mine, Thug Like Me, um, it's in rotation. If, if I win the contest, I perform live on the BET Hip Hop Awards on TV in October. So I need people, man, whoever out there listening and appreciate what I do, please go to whowantstomakeit.com and vote for me. You know, this is the last day to vote. I think voting is to 9 p.m. tonight. So please, that's whowantstomakeit.com. Vote for your boy, Blind Thug, man. I'm on that list. But next up is the new mixtape, So Much Flavor. So. Well, you know that we have our our um our live mixtape streaming where we take um thirty minutes of your best music and stream it for a thirty minute block on our station. You know we got that program, right? No, no, I, I didn't know exactly. Well, you know, I, I knew I I knew a lot of the information that was getting read to me, but that would probably just slip past us. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we got to talk about that a little bit later. I, I definitely call you about that okay. because, because like, you know, like instead of having your mixtape um, just on a – just telling people to go download it, we play 30 minutes of your best music, man. Okay. Okay. We're definitely going to have to put that together then. Yeah. Exactly, man. So we – yeah, so what we do is sit back and just play the music itself. We play 30 minutes of your best music. Okay. Okay, definitely, man. I'm with that. So who has been your your inspiration, your biggest inspiration, or some of your – who has been some of your inspiration on this journey? Um, just my brothers, man. I have they, uh, two of them. One of them died from uh, his lungs collapsed, and the other one, his, his kidneys gave out on him. I got one brother left, man. My brothers used to always – it was three of them. They were always older than me, and I used to always watch them come around and dance trying to do new addition and all type of little stuff. And, you know, you know, I just watched them as a kid. And when I grew up, I took everything seriously, you know. So it was really my, my three older brothers that gave me the inspiration, you know. I don't have the support I feel like I should have, but, you know, you know, something's better than nothing, I guess. 
Yeah, absolutely, man. And, you know, it's good that you remember your rules and you remember everything there. So, I mean, definitely that's a, that's a, that's a great – that shows a lot of humility on your part. What do you want people to remember? What do I want people to remember? That's what you said, right? Yes, like what do you want people to remember the most from your actual, um, you know, music? I mean, like what's the what do I want? My voice, man, my my voice. I just, you know, I actually definitely would want them to remember this voice, man, because you know, have a nice, unique sound, man. A lot of people used to tell me I sound like a radio. Like I used to sit back and just. Like, a beat used to be on, I get to rapping, and people are walking in the house like, man, I didn't even know that was you rapping, man. I thought that was just a radio playing. So, definitely, man, I would say my voice, man. I would definitely want them to remember my voice. When I listen to your music, the main thing I hear in your music is a lot of urgency. It just, you know, you, you, you're committed. You know, it's just you're, there's a sense of urgency to your music. There's a sense of commitment. I like that from you. There's a, there's a there's a high level of confidence in your music. So I wanted I wanted to bring that to your attention definitely. Um, your music is is your music for sale right now? Uh, yes, my music is for sale on a site called Cloudy. You can go there and um purchase purchase tracks off the site called Cloudy. Okay, spell that out for the listeners for me. Uh, C-L-O-U-D-L-Y. And what song can they purchase? Excuse me? And what song can they purchase? Um, I have the whole list of mixtapes up there, man. I have also uh, one of my artists, uh, Colorblind, I have her... Uh, sing a new single up there, my zone. I got uh, show me up there. Uh, another dance song that I got. She said, um, "Man, it's all type of man, just good music, man. That I, you know, that's up there. But it's mainly most of the new mixtapes that I got." Got it. Now, when you, what's what's what was one of the things that that really motivated you the most along this journey? Name one instance or one situation that really that really made you believe in your music. Um, um, to be honest with you, man, uh, I was all right. Okay. To be honest with you, uh, one of the biggest motivations, man, was I was sitting around I was sitting around. I was I was sitting around, um, you know, just listening, man. I was sitting around listening to MTV one day, man, and my music, man, and what I'm doing. You know, I was just sitting back and I was thinking about, you know, I was thinking about not doing it no more. And I was watching MTV and old Blind Fury came across the screen, and my my stomach dropped. Because I, I felt like somebody was trying to take my crown, man, that I worked hard for. You know, so when I seen him on TV and doing what he was doing, man, I had to, I had to, you know, I couldn't let that happen, man. I couldn't, 
I just couldn't sleep, man. I felt like he was trying to take my crown, man. And I couldn't I couldn't let that fold, man. So seeing him on TV, that motivated me to just go all the way and just take it all the way over from a blind rapper's aspect. I couldn't let him get all the shine, man. Not to, not to say I'm hating on him, but I just couldn't let him get all the shine like that, man. When I knew I'd been out here longer than him doing what I was doing, you know, and he's a great artist. He's a great artist, but he ain't better than me, you know. So whenever we meet, it'll be it'll be a friendly battle out. But I'm coming out on top. I ain't throwing in no white towel, you know. So I've been down there in Atlanta. I, I touched up with a couple of his marketers, you know, and uh, I'm letting them tell them, let them know, man. I'm 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 at him, man. So when I catch him in one of these clubs, you know, battle rapping, we gonna have to battle with on out, you know. I I feel like you know he probably give me a good battle angle, but song making, no, I'm gonna blow him right out the water. Not to make nothing this show about him because it ain't about him. It's about Blind Thug. But I just got to keep the real and, and get it up off my chest and let the people know what's what. So, you know, I also got a song that's up there. Uh, it's called Same Old N.I.G. You know, and it's uh, it's a song where I give shots out to the late Mama West. I was real good friends with her, the rapper Pimp C's mom, and the G.T.K. Okay. family down there in Texas. So I was real good friends with them. So. You know, it was a song that I made, you know, called Same Old Nigga, you know what I'm saying? And it was, you know, showing love to the UGK family, and I also sent the warning shots to let, let Fury know that I met him, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, people can, you know, they can catch that up on SoundCloud and NVE 2014, man. Type that in and check that out as well. Okay. Um, any final shout-outs you want to give out on the, uh, on the actual man. podcast before we jump out of here, man? If it any shots, I wanna I wanna give a shout out, man, to to you know, my, my kids, man, Lassane, Lamarion, Tasia, uh, Baby Thug, Dushes. I give a shout out to my partner in crime, colorblind, my homie D Ray, colorblind. Um, you know, my my goddad, Mr. Page, man, to help motivate me, man. You know, just just some of the main people, man, that's been been behind me, man. Support is everything, but it's it's hard to get out a lot of people these days, man. Don't nobody see your vision but you these days. So that's what it is, night vision entertainment, man. Exactly. Well, listen, your vision is 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 is, is loud and clear. I think your message is good. I think the purpose of why you're doing it is good, and your your music is definitely leaving impact on people. I want to thank you for joining the podcast. I'm going to call you back a little bit later on tonight so we can discuss some other campaigns we got so we can get your okay. your whole mixtape playing, man, so we can so people can hear not just one song, but they can hear at least 30 minutes of your music, all right? Okay, Jonathan, I appreciate it, man. Thank you for being on the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Blind Thug, a.k.a. Frankie Visions. Night Vision Entertainment, man. He got a song streaming right now on Power 981. That's www.power981.com called Show Me Between the 8 and 9 Power Hour. Check him out, people. Thanks again, Blonto. Thank y'all, man. 100. Three. Take care. Later.